This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. This insert is sponsored by Mana Health Products, the only 100% natural organic supplement for blood sugar control. Wendy Christine is a health coach and wellness practitioner at Integrated Health Solutions. We launched into blood pressure conversation last week. We're continuing this week, but first, hi, Wendy. Hi, Brad. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good at you. I'm good, thank you. Super. Okay, so we started talking about blood pressure last week, and I, I had this thought in my head. Sometimes you speak to people who, uh, let's say, they're um, not doing well, and you say, so how are you doing? How's the health? No, it's... It's, it hasn't been great. I've got blood pressure or I've got sugar. Uh, we have this interesting way of expressing the, the situation we might be in medically. So the fact is you're supposed to have blood pressure. Blood pressure is good. It's only when your blood pressure is too high, Wendy. Am I right? <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to have blood pressure. It's good. So let's start with where we started last week just to catch people up if you don't mind, Wendy. Just what exactly is your blood pressure? It's the pressure of what? Okay, so it's the pressure of the blood that pushes against the walls of our arteries as it circulates around our bodies. And then obviously the arteries transport the blood from our hearts to the rest of the body. And so this pressure can fluctuate throughout the day as that blood moves through our bodies. Can you run by us? What is a normal blood pressure reading? So a normal blood pressure reading for an adult, so a younger, younger adult would be around 120 over 70, and an older adult would be a around 130 over 80 as an ideal blood pressure reading. Okay, so we touched on hypertension last week, and today we're on hypotension. Before we get into the pose, what is the pertension, please, if you give us a quick recap. Okay, so hypertension is when you have increased blood pressure levels. So that means you've got a higher um, blood pressure than is ideal for your body, um, and that puts you at risk for many cardiovascular diseases like strokes or heart attacks and um, heart disease itself. So if you missed the conversation, which was part one last week, you're welcome to visit our website at kpulpa.co.za. Go and have a listen to the podcast and uh, you can catch up on that first part. But today we're talking about hypotension. What exactly is that in comparison to hypertension, Wendy? So hypotension is low blood pressure um, and it's something that many people experience but it's not as dangerous to um, our health as it is to have high blood pressure. So how do you know if you might be struggling uh, with low blood pressure? Because we spoke last week and we mentioned the issue with hypertension is unless you go and, and get yourself tested or something really bad happens, you actually don't really know that you have high blood pressure. Yeah, that's true. With hypotension, you are more likely to have some symptoms that uh, are warning signs. Um, and so although it's not dangerous, those, those, those side effects can be quite unpleasant and it can be quite debilitating because you can feel really dizzy or lightheaded, um, which can then lead to fatigue, um, nausea. Um, your skin can get very clammy, so it feels like you want to faint. Um, your vision can become all blurry and um, it can also affect your mood. Uh, that would be a more subtle one. Yes. We, we touched on this last week, and I think it's worth mentioning again. Because blood pressure, whether it's low or high, important to know, but it's something that must be tested. So if one is able to get a little electronic device and, and check regularly, I guess particularly if you're older, uh, just at least know because it's something that you, you don't have to go and see your doctor for. You can at least have some kind of understanding of what's high or what's low and then 
measure it is? Does it still remain a sensible way to keep an eye on your general health? It, it absolutely is, and it, it is accessible. So, and and the devices are not terribly expensive. So, if it is a worthwhile investment, um, and certainly to be able to check what what is going on with your blood pressure, it's one of those things that you you can actually do something about. Yes, and uh, and I guess again we mentioned it last week, and not to miss out on it. Uh, maybe better than just measuring it at one time. Give yourself a chance just to calm down. Maybe it's the heat. Maybe it's a bit of stress or busyness, and give yourself a chance. Just to calm down is what you said last last week, Wendy, and then measure again. Yes. yes. And to measure your blood pressure at random at times. So not the same time necessarily every single day, but to, you know, either if you've been a bit active, if you see your blood pressure is high, then to, to sit down, you know, breathe a little bit, have a cup of tea, and then maybe measure it again 10 or 15 minutes later. And see what's what's happening there. Mm. So yeah, it is a good idea to monitor it and and just to check at 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 different intervals, different times of the day, morning, evening, middle of the day, whether yeah. you've been running around or whether you've been sitting for a while. Yeah, don't do it when you've just come out of rush hour traffic and <laughs> decide no. to measure blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're still on hypotension. Um, is there more than one kind or category of of low blood low blood pressure? Yes. So there are. Um, so first of all, I want to just mention that hypertension is usually diagnosed if your blood pressure remains consistently low, which is around ninety over sixty, or sometimes it drops even lower than that. Sure. Um, and then you have these three different types of hypotension. So you've got orthostatic hypertension, you've got postprandial, and you've got neurally mediated. Mm. Okay, those are big words. It looked like you get a good score in Scrabble for one of those. Uh, can we start with the first one? What did you say? Orthostatic. Did I hear you right? Orthostatic. Okay. That's correct. So that's the most common type. Um, and it's generally a postural hypertension, which means that your blood pressure changes as you move around. So as you stand, so you go from sitting to standing or lying to sitting, um, your blood pressure doesn't have, you, you know, your blood doesn't get around your your body quickly enough. And so you have this drop in blood pressure. And so that's when you, you know, sit up and you think, oh, I got up too quickly um, because I'm feeling dizzy now. That that could be a, a sign. But that sort of happens to all of us at some point. At which point do you say, okay, now it's a concern. I need to go and check it out because it's happened to me this week. I can recall. Yeah. I think when it's happening consistently, so, you know, if it's every time you move, um, you know, if you start fainting, you know, you get up too quickly and you're on, uh, on your way to the bathroom and, and, and you're collapsing, mm. that, that would be more of an issue, especially if it's happening consistently. You're right, it does happen um, to most of us, um, but it's just, is it consistent? Oh. Is it something that's happening almost every day, every time you change position? Good. My blood pressure went up just thinking that my blood pressure might be down. Um, so, <laughs> so, okay. What is the second one? I don't remember the second one. Um, it's postprandial uh-huh. hypertension. So postprandial means after you've eaten. Um, and so this can happen if you've eaten um, and your body is now trying to, you know, metabolize all the foods that you've eaten and you just get the sudden drop. It can often be accompanied also by a drop in blood sugar. So it's, mm. it could be a, a double whammy. Um, I get postprandial narcolepsy. <laughs> give me something to eat. I'm very sleepy. Uh, and then the other one was neurally mediated. Okay, what's that? Okay, so th- this is inv- this is where the nervous system and, and all the, the neural pathways become involved. So the nervous system, our hormones and our organs are all involved in this sort of delicate balance that regulates our blood pressure. 
And so abnormal reflex interactions between the heart and the brain can cause this type of hypertension. So that means you're not getting the correct message from your brain to your heart to actually pump your blood around your body properly. Um, and so this can be uh, triggered by sitting for too long, especially if you sit um, in, in one position, you know, you're sitting on your leg mm. for a long time. Yes. That that can happen. Um it can also happen if you have been in like a shock situation in a trauma um, and it can happen during medical procedures where, you know, the shock of the medical procedure can um, cause you to have this um, hypotension, which again causes like a fainting or a passing out. Mm. Um, and it can happen if you're having blood taken, you know, if you're afraid of needles, um, if you're at the dentist and it's particularly traumatic, these kind of things can happen. That's interesting. Um, what I'm really getting out of all of this is it's worthwhile regularly having it checked out and having it tested and just to keep your eye on this because it can really affect you if it's low, um, but more so if it's high and uh, if we're maintaining an unhealthy lifestyle. So this seems like a really big conversation and a necessary one. I've noticed you can go to your local pharmacy and uh, they've got clinics there where you can go and get tested. It doesn't cost you anything. It's the sort of thing you want to keep your finger on, isn't it, Wendy? Instead of figuring out one day, oh my goodness, the blood pressure's high. If only I had it tested, I would have been able to do something yeah. about it. But now, like you said last week, you can actually get to a point where it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, and we it is one of those things, as you said, it's as simple as if you if you can't buy your own monitor, you can go to um, a pharmacy and the, one of the clinics will be able to assist you there. Some of them do charge you, so it depends. You just need to find out which ones um, offer a free service. Mm. Um, but if you are able to get a little monitor and you're able to check um, yourself at home, then that would be the best way to go. At least that gives you a guideline, and if you've got a consistent you know, consistently high blood pressure, after a few days, you can go to your doctor and you can say, look, I've been monitoring it at home. This is what I'm seeing. And then they can take they can take it from there. Yeah, thanks so much for that, Wendy. This is a necessary conversation. We're here to give you good information, but, um, you know, we've got to also take responsibility and do something with the information that Wendy gives us every Thursday. And we're grateful for it. Wendy, thank you so much. We look forward to connecting again and finding out what's next. Um, but you have yourself a really great day and a super weekend. Thanks, Brad, and you too. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.